Hi, I'm Susan Foch, and when I was 18 years old, I launched a national nonprofit organization out of my freshman college dorm room. Now, with almost a decade of experience under my belt, I'm here to teach you my tried and true tips and tricks for running your own nonprofit or social enterprise and how to build it from the ground up. You're listening to this podcast because you're ready to make a difference in this world. I see you, I hear you, and I'm ready to help you. Now let's make an impact together. You're listening to the Make an Impact podcast, episode 52. I feel like whenever I hear entrepreneurs and just like highly ambitious, highly active people talk about their environment and their surroundings when it comes to, you know, high peak performance and getting the most out of their day and and whatnot, they're talking about like their home, their office, their literal space that they're inhabiting. But sometimes I think we also need to talk about the city that we're in. And a lot of times from I guess a little bit more of like a woo-woo perspective. There's a lot to be said for, you know, are you really in the right city for, you know, from a soul perspective? Are you where you are supposed to be and meant to be? Or, you know, taking off for new dreams and new goals? Or if you're starting a business, if you're launching a nonprofit, are you in the right space that's really going to help you flourish and find exactly the right people and resources to help you get there. I think it's a really fascinating topic because we think about it in business. We move for different careers. I've also heard this topic get talked a lot about from like a dating perspective, you know, like would your odds be better of finding a a good match somewhere else if you picked up and totally moved across the country? Like what would it do for you, for your career, for your love life, for whatever? And so I thought it was a really interesting conversation to sit down with Tim and Jessica from the Kansas City Area Development Council, who honestly is an organization they've brought in. They've done a lot for people and specifically millennials and business owners. In the last couple of years, they've really revitalized, you know, their downtown structure. And honestly, in the pandemic, and I thought this was crazy, they've brought in over a billion dollars of new business and really made Kansas City this like Midwestern business hub, especially for, you know, young people with new ideas that they want to start them up, but are not tech ideas and they don't really, (laughs) will not thrive in Silicon Valley. And I just thought it was a really interesting conversation. So so if you've ever wondered to yourself, like, am I in the right city for where I'm supposed to be? You know, maybe you want to start a business and you're wondering if you're like really in the right place for it. I think this is this will be a very interesting conversation for you. And honestly, maybe you'll just, if anything, you'll learn a little bit more about Kansas City. I know that I sure did. So without further ado, let's talk to Jessica and Tim from the Kansas City Area Development Council on whether or not moving is the right decision for your business. Well, hi, I'm Jessica Palm. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Public Relations at the Kansas City Area Development Council and have been with the organization for about 10 years. And I'm a native of Kansas City. I went to the University of Kansas and have a journalism and business background. Spent some time in Chicago, but Kansas City is home. And now I have the opportunity to promote the business and lifestyle assets and amenities here uh, on behalf of the Kansas City regents. So it's a great opportunity to be a part of the KCADC team and our core mission to attract business and talent to our two state 18 county community. Um, and I'm a mom of a toddler and one on the way that's due here in July. So 
It's never a dull moment at the Palm House. No, but that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I told you that, that Jessica should go first. Is, isn't that amazing, the way she laid all that out professionally and personally? My name's Tim Cowden. I have the best job in the entire Kansas City region that I get to go out organizationally, as Jessica said, and we get to sell market and brand the KC region to the world, to both companies and talent. I've been here in uh, KC and with KCADC now almost 23 years. That really sounds like a long time. Uh, I love it. And I'm from Oklahoma originally. And since Jessica talked about her family, of which she's very proud, I'm very proud of mine as well. We, uh, my wife and I have four children, uh, two K-State grads. I have a child that is at the University of Missouri studying both uh, constitutional democracy and journalism. And I have a son that is a freshman at the University of Kansas. So I'm truly a regional person. I've invested in all these big regional universities. And I'm uh, also a grandfather. Uh, my wife and I were uh, made grandparents uh, a little over a year ago, which is fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. I love how the, the whole family is like really stayed in that region. So I did joke that even though we're both kind of technically in the Midwest, region. I'm sure it's a lot warmer down there. It's about 35 degrees in Wisconsin right now. So I'm still a little chilly. Um, but so I have to know, I actually, this is going to sound very millennial of me. I follow quite a few people who live in Kansas City and they all seem to love it. Like they rave about it. So from your perspective as like super fans, I'm sure, what makes Kansas City great? Like why are people really flocking there? Why is it a really great like new hub that people should be checking out? I'll, I'll start with that, and then Jessica can uh, fill in the gaps. I mean, we have a tremendous amount of pride here in uh, for Kansas City, and it's cool that you recognize that. Mm -hmm. uh, Kansas City is an ascending market. It is like the next it region, it place, and it's not just about our great sports teams. Uh, we have a terrific uh, arts and uh, cultural feel uh, here, a lot of amenities, and it's just an easy place to live. But underpinning all of these great assets that we have, the, the greatest asset, and this is cliche, but all cliches are rooted in some truth, we have great people. We have tremendous people who are incredibly, again, proud of our, of our region, our place, who we are, and where we're going. I think that's most important. Uh, communities and regions are like individuals or companies. You're either advancing or you're declining. And uh, we are moving forward and people here feel that and so many other things that are contributing to that that we can talk about later. Jess, what did I leave out? You know, I think from a lifestyle perspective, um, you said, you know, being maybe this is a millennial thing and, and the average age of a Kansas Cityan is actually right in the middle of the millennial de demographic. So like mid thirties uh, right now. And, you know, I think that really speaks volumes to the vibrancy of our community. Uh, as a young professional in Kansas City and having grown up here, the access and opportunity to really make change and drive innovation within the community in Kansas City um, is really easy to do and make an impact quickly, professionally and personally. Having lived in Chicago for a while, for me, um, it's a cool market, but how could I personally make change within my city that I live in. And Kansas City is a place where I've had the opportunity to do that. 
um, I'm 31 and have had tremendous um, responsibility within the business and, and philanthropy space here in Kansas City and that access wouldn't have been available to me in other places. I would also just say like the ease of being able to go and do things. So you're not stuck in a subway or commute back and forth from thing to thing. Cost of living is really great here. So you can have literally whatever lifestyle you want. And I think that's enticing to a go-getter kind of self-starter individual who wants to work hard and play hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my master's is from Northwestern, so I feel you on that Chicago point. I think the two things that really stood out to me from what you both just described was one, I'm assuming that Midwestern niceness really translates <laughs> down there when you talk about the people, which is, I think, something we always hype here in Wisconsin. And I know that's really a general Midwest kind of nicety thing. And number two was that in a, a slightly smaller city individuals are able to make larger impact. So can you, either, either one of you, really expand on that and how people can, you know, like if they're starting a new business, if they're starting a new organization, like how are they really making waves in the community? Well, I, I would say first off that uh, since uh, you went to school in Chicago, we're seeing a lot of Chicagoans move <laughs> to Kansas City to pursue life and pursue a career here. And I think what Jessica said, that that word access is is so important. It's just it's perfect because um, you can uh, you can do good here and get caught doing it. You know, there's so many opportunities to be involved and and make an impact, as as she said. And we're seeing that more and more people that are leaning in across our community and across our region. And that's why I'm so proud to do what we do here at the Kansas City Area Development Council because there's really nothing more impactful in anyone's life than than a job. You know, and our, and our job is to go out and help uh, recruit and create jobs here. And as we drive around our region and we see companies that are located here today that weren't a year ago or 10 years ago, and know that we are doing really good things by helping create wealth and create opportunity for so many people across our region. And that's, that's what excites me and motivates me every day. And I know speaking on behalf of our entire team, that is, is, is great. And again, when I say, you know, you have the, the chance to do good here in so many ways and get caught doing it, you know, because people will recognize those good works. And it's really a, a special thing about, about KC. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned that a couple of times. So what does that really mean when people can also get caught doing good? Well, I, I would look at uh, Jessica, you know, she's a great example of um, many areas in which she's volunteered and, and doing things on behalf of her community or, um, you know, for her circle in her life, whether that's professional or personal. Again, back to just having access. People here are open. This is a, you know, this is a Western city, you know, and I think, you know, people in the West are, are more, much more open to to newcomers, you know, from wherever you are. And, you know, you can be here six months, six years, 60 years, and there's going to be opportunity for you here. And there are a number of communities and regions across our country where it's a lot harder to break in. And I hear that all the time when people move here from other places and they go, you know, this is so cool because I am really accepted. I can get involved wherever I wanna be. And I think to answer, your question maybe more concisely is that 
you know, the sky's the limit when people move here and they want to get involved in something of interest to them that's a, a personal motivation or something like cer certainly Susan in your life, how you've gotten involved with your podcast, you can do that here. And I think that's an incredibly cool part of, of who we are. I would just add too that there's a huge kind of blend of business, personal, and community around philanthropy in Kansas City. And so the opportunity to engage and to really have an impact both from a corporate level, but also an individual level, there's a really blurred line there. And so that get caught doing it part, I think is really easy in Kansas City because giving back is a common ground that everyone in our market really thrives around. And so whether it's, you know, a cause for Children's Mercy Hospital, which is our, our children's research hospital here in Kansas City, um, where we tap into uh, celebrities that's uh, called Big Slick. And so it's Jason Sudeikis and Paul Rudd and, and all of these comedians who are from Kansas City come back and they raise money for our community. That's something that everyone in Kansas City wants to be a part of and really excited about. There's also, you know, then the corporate side of that. So as a company moves into Kansas, when you think about talent attraction and retention, you know, it's one thing to say, yes, we sponsor a 5K or yes, we're, you know, committed to social responsibility as an organization. But in Kansas City, you can actually, you know, get in the weeds with the nonprofits that are here um, at an individual level and a corporate level as well, which I think is really powerful from a talent perspective and keeping the best and brightest people within your organization. You know, Susan, just one addition to that. Per capita, Kansas City is one of the most philanthropic communities or regions. Sometimes as Midwesterners, and you certainly can uh, understand this, we're not as uh, big about, you know, putting our chest out and, and you know, beating our chest and saying, hey, we're, we're great at this. And that's changing here in Kansas City. We, we have a lot of swagger and we have to take that swagger outside, but people here give to, to others. And uh, oftentimes they don't wanna talk about that, but I'm gonna talk about it right now because this is one <laughs> of the most giving places, not only in the country, but in the world. And it's, uh, again, it's uh, really powerful to know that so much good, not just in our community, in our region, but in our country and even the world, is derived from from here. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And of course, we love a philanthropic community here. I so my I have a really big question to you, though, from I mean, not even just a nonprofit perspective, but from a business standpoint, if I have this correctly, so Kansas City, and your organization specifically brought in over a billion new business dollars within the last year, which especially on in general would be crazy, but on top of COVID. So can you expand on that? Like, how did that even come to be, especially again in 2020? Like, I, let's talk about it from that business perspective, because again, half of this podcast audience is all like entrepreneurs and people who are looking to start up new businesses and especially businesses that are also doing good. So how did you guys grow this much in one year? Well, I, I would um, answer it this way, that um, there's a lot of organizations and individuals from entrepreneurs, individuals in economic development, all of those that are interested and really committed to growing Kansas City are, are pulling on the rope in the same direction. Mm -hmm. So when you say a billion dollars last year and our organization was involved with that, yeah, we were, we were part of a, a big team. That's what's really, again, I think so 
powerful about Kansas City is that we are extremely intentional about being regional. You know, when we have two states here and about 50% of our GDP is generated on both sides of the state line, we have to be really intentional about that. So in the middle of a pandemic, we, we really went to our strengths and one of our strengths is e-commerce and location or the advantages of, of location and, and infrastructure for e-commerce. And we saw some major investment made here last year in the e-commerce space. Urban Outfitters, for example, selecting Kansas City after looking at other places in this part of the world, they're consolidating their e-commerce ops from both the East and West Coast. It will be here. A couple of thousand jobs, several hundred million dollars worth of new investment. Yeah, that, that was huge in the middle of a pandemic. Chewy.com, everybody, really gotten a lot closer to their pets and went out and, and got pets, adopted pets during the pandemic. Chewy, um, Chewy Inc., Chewy.com, again, selected Kansas City for a major fulfillment operation. And it's just not in that space, although we're really proud about of that. We're going to announce tomorrow, so when your podcast runs in a few weeks, this will have occurred, but a huge cybersecurity company is going to announce 500 new jobs coming to Kansas City, and they're looking to fill those jobs here. So we've got all these tech jobs as one of the emerging tech uh, communities and regions in the country. Mm -hmm. So a lot of good happened in uh, uh, last year during the pandemic. Jeff, what did I miss? You know, I would say from an economic development standpoint, it's really exciting to see the diverse types of positions and jobs that are being brought to our community, as well as the the infrastructure and investment as the community grows. And when you think about lifestyle and talent in particular, it's really important to have a variety of opportunities available for someone for their career path. And if you're a startup and you're looking to, um, you know, grow what resources and opportunities are there here in Kansas City. And in addition to your, our traditional economic development efforts, um, we're a supporter of an effort called KC Rise Fund. And it is a, an organization that was launched to support startups within the Kansas City market. They've raised 60 million in capital to share with those social entrepreneurs here in Kansas City. And it's been wildly successful. Um, and it's run by a woman, which is pretty incredible too, uh, from a VC perspective. So we're a part of all of those efforts in Kansas City. And then our job is to tell that to individuals and businesses outside of our market to showcase the opportunity that's here. Mm -hmm. I'd say just as an adjunct to that, that capital, venture capital, equity capital is finding Kansas City. They're finding the Midwest, but they're finding Kansas City. So I mentioned uh, the company Torch AI. They received a, a $30 million injection Series A from Westcap Fund out of uh, Silicon Valley just recently. And there are more examples like that happening. So when you look at economic development, certainly entrepreneurial energy, uh, the creation of new companies that turn into amazing enterprises that's happened over uh, Kansas City's history. If you look at Hallmark, for example, headquartered here, an entrepreneur. Garmin is headquartered in, in our region. Uh, a number of other in the the medical IT sector that weren't anything, you know, years ago and now are, are leading their sectors uh, uh, globally. 
So we're doing a great job of creating companies here. You have to take care of your company so that they grow here. And those are a couple of examples there. But then you have to have a sales team that's out beating the bushes, that's bringing new companies, new energy, new ideas, and new talent here. And that's the role that we fill at the ADC. We're the sales team for the region. So we're out bringing those, those companies and that talent here. It's exciting, exciting time to be here. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to phrase it that you're like the sales team for the city. I find that very, really funny, but a great way to look at it. And I have two questions, and I know this wasn't a part of uh, the list I sent you earlier, but I'm curious from this business perspective, obviously, again, through the pandemic, people were definitely leaving big cities for more like rural areas. They were learning, especially a lot of the freedom of working from home. So my two questions for businesses are, you know, I know you've touched on the fact that Kansas City has a lower cost of living. I think, it, it, is it 8% lower than like the average cost of living? That's, that's close enough. Yeah. So what is it also, I guess, from a, you know, I think a lot of these decisions come from a tax standpoint, right? Like starting a business, so business tax and income tax is really high in like California, New York, Illinois with Chicago, you know, Connecticut, those kinds of states. So is it also just like from a tax perspective or is it really just like the general cost of living? Like how, how is that attractive for both businesses and individuals? Well, I, I think there's so many factors that go into a decision when an individual moves uh, themselves or their family across the country to a new location or certainly when they relocate their business to a new location. So all the things that you said, Susan, you know, are, are there, you know, uh, this is a very attractive place uh, to live. It's a very attractive place to build a business, uh, to create opportunity and pursue opportunity. Um, I would say that there's a lot of great places across our country to do that. It really depends upon your perspective. I mean, you're sitting in Wisconsin today, and it's mm -hmm. interesting. You look at Kansas City, you go, oh, man, that's a really warm place. It's a lot warmer than Wisconsin, right? Well, if you go <laughs> here, people will look and go, well, Kansas City might be a little colder than where they are. So it, mm -hmm. it, it's all about your perspective. And the thing about Kansas City is that we're in the middle of the country. And we believe that the best of anything is right in the middle. I mean, you think about, I mean, think of an Oreo cookie. What's the best part of an Oreo? It's the middle. That's the filling, right? So when you think about Kansas City in the middle of the country, that um, it's very diverse. You know, our, our climate's diverse. We get so many different people and ideas that, that mash up here. They all come here. And that's what I think um, is somewhat underrated about the heartland. It's underrated about the Midwest and that we, um, you know, we have so many different influences that all come here and they get mixed up and that's people. And, and uh, certainly from a diversity standpoint, we're seeing more and more people move from different parts of the country and bringing different thoughts, you know, ways of approaching things here. And um, that's exciting. I feel like your new billboard for Kansas City should be like, we are the, the middle part of the Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that, but, you know, that sweet filling right in the middle, you know. Exactly. That's Our barbecue is the best here because we have all the, the influences from across the, the country and barbecue influence. They all got mashed up here. So we have the best of Texas barbecue, the best of Memphis, North Carolina. All of it gets mixed up here into something truly unique called KC barbecue. That's so funny. Well, you know what? We'll bring some Wisconsin cheese. We'll have a barbecue. It'll be a great day. <laughs> 
So I just kind of want to circle back really quickly to, to, to two last points. So number one, I also was reading that Kansas City has been, and again, with 2020, how we all, you know, pandemic adjusted, that Kansas City was also called a great work from home city, uh, which I found funny that a city would be great for working from home. Can you kind of expand on that? And like, what really makes, you know, a whole area great for working from home? Jeff, why don't you take that one? Yeah, you know, I think Tim mentioned perspective. And I think that when you look at a community and you especially are in a situation where maybe you've been out and about before and now you're forced to have a little bit tighter circle um, due to COVID, um, you start to take inventory of what your personal and professional life looks like combined, right? And in Kansas City, when you think about cost of living, you think about access to amenities um, and access to business opportunity as well. Kansas City has a really great mix of all of those, which makes it an attractive place. So for example, Google Fiber is in the Kansas City market. It's 100 times faster internet speed. It was launched in 2011. Google just announced um, its two gig offering here as well. So there's an abundance of availability to work from home and have connectivity. Um, from a lifestyle perspective, when you think about what's still happening in Kansas City, even though we're in a time where you have to be more socially distanced and outdoors, um, Kansas City has a really cool landscape to it in that there are more than 100 miles of off-roadway bike trails within our community. There's um, Lemonade Park, which is one of hundreds of live music venues within the community that still was performing outdoor because of our season's availability to experience that in arts and culture. Um, our ballet, for example, did, um, is doing ballet on the move. So they can't physically be in our performing arts center, which is world renowned um, and opened in 2011. But um, they're now performing across the city for people to check out in the streets and explore what that arts community looks like. And then you have just the camaraderie of the people that are here. And when you think about, you know, the impact that COVID has had on small businesses and local restaurants and Really, there's, there's been such a resurgence of our community coming together during this time. Um, Curbside KC, for example, was a site that our community just launched for itself to help local restaurants convert curbside during COVID when everyone was at home. Um, and, and there was a component to that that helped raise money for chefs and restaurateurs who were out of work. Um, and that goes back to that philanthropy thing I was talking about a little bit earlier. So there's an abundance of, of things to do here, even in a time where you may feel a little bit more stuck. And then you're not feeling stuck in a 500 square foot apartment. You're feeling stuck in much more um, expansive place to roam, whether it's indoors or outdoors here in Kansas City. Yeah. You know, one, one thing uh, to add to that as well, I mean, just over the last year, Kansas City has been leading the country top five market for net migration uh, during the pandemic. So the pandemic, in a, in a sense, gave a lot of people an excuse to come to a place like Kansas City. So if you're on the West Coast or the East Coast, and those are cool places, I mean, you know, everybody in their life, like somebody once said, should live in New York, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But 
when you get into the situation that we've had over the last year and figure out, you know, why am I paying all this for rent? Why, am, why is it such a hassle for me to move around? This is my excuse to get out of here and, uh, and work from anywhere. So we saw a lot of people moving here from other parts of the, the country. Probably they, they wanted to do it for some time and now they are taking advantage of that. So uh, I think um, that's really uh, important as, as we move forward to continue that. And, and also, I guess to, to remember a thing that I, I really value about Kansas City, people tell me this all, all the time, it's just not Tim Cowden's opinion, that this is a highly relational place. This is not a transactional market. There are places in our country, there are great cities and regions, that are highly transactional. There is not just, every city has a heart, but Kansas City has soul. I mean, it has a soul and it, we know who we are, but we also know where we're going and, and uh, what we aspire to be. And one of the things just personally that I've learned um, to appreciate more about Kansas City just over the past year during the pandemic is our jazz heritage. I mean, it's said that uh, jazz was born in New Orleans, but it grew up in Kansas City. And it's so cool that, to know that, that one of the, the great artistic uh, uh, demonstrations, I guess, of, um, of America uh, happened here and continues to. So I, this is a cool, cool place. And I, I know I'm paid to, to really tout Kansas City, but we believe it. Those of us who, who are here, we believe it and invite anybody to come join us. I love it. I'm, I really think I only have like one question left that I think would really kind of drive this interview home, which is what do you think, because clearly Kansas City does this well, so what do you think that other cities can really be doing when it comes to, you know, supporting entrepreneurs and people who are building new nonprofits, new businesses, because you guys have done this, you know, so well, like what could other people in other areas really learn from you guys in that? You know, I, I think that collaboration and access is something that you have to be really open-minded to. And when we hear entrepreneurs and individuals that come to Kansas City from other places who have great ideas, sometimes they say to us, oh my gosh, this never would have launched in another market because I never would have shared this idea outside of my own tight circle. Whereas coming to Kansas City, I shared my idea and I knew someone wasn't going to steal it, they were gonna help me bring it to fruition, right? And that sense of relationship and the ability to collaborate in a really easy and authentic way is something that I think that plays into that Kansas City nice that we talked about a little bit and really creates an environment where good things can happen because everybody's playing on the same team. And, and we, need, we need more people, new people with new ideas uh, to, to join us here, uh, to come to the Midwest, you know, come to Kansas City and push us because we, we need to be a better place. I mean, we're, you're constantly evolving as an individual, as a community, as a business. And uh, we know that we're not anywhere close to reaching our potential. And we need new people with new ideas, new experiences to, to join us here. And I know, um, you know, sometimes uh, perspective or uh, perception is a, one thing and reality is completely different. And those that have never been to the Midwest or think they know what the Midwest is all about have no idea what Kansas City is about. 
any real idea what the Midwest is all about. Mm -hmm. Come and experience it. And anyone who's li listening to this and uh, you want to come to Kansas City, reach out to me, reach out to Jessica. We'll talk you through it. We may even help you out a little bit to get you here, okay? That's what we do, all right? So I challenge anyone who listens, and if you're compelled at all to investigate this amazing place called Kansas City, please reach out. And I know, Susan, you'll provide that contact information for them. I, yeah, well, that actually, that's a great way to kind of end this. Where can people find you guys, follow you guys, get more information on Kansas City if they're looking to start a business or a nonprofit in the area? Where do they go? So KC.org is a great place for an introduction or reintroduction to Kansas City and all of our lifestyle amenities and offerings. And then thinkkc.com is a place if you're interested in launching a business or bringing your business to Kansas City to get all of the fast facts to start that process. Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time today to really kind of talk about both, yeah, the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, but also the Midwest nice part of Kansas City. So you guys have definitely piqued my interest. Like I said, I've seen other people on social who seem to like love their city <laughs> when they're in there. So yeah, definitely very, very intriguing. And I appreciate your time. Well, we'd love to see you in Kansas City sometime. Let us show you around. <laughs> Sounds good. I will, uh, yeah, I'll pack like more sundresses, less blazers. It'll be great. <laughs> thank you, Susan. Thank you both so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Make an Impact podcast. If you enjoyed yourself, would you do a little rate, review, subscribe dance? And if you really enjoyed yourself, would you share this on social media so someone else could catch the impact bug? Until next time, friend, I can't wait to see what kind of impact you make on your world.